Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And you know what, you guys? We have come to the close of the actual tennis season. For the regular season, I should say. You know you always have those little playoff events, but we've come to the close of the actual regular season. And now it's about some uh, ATP finals, next-gen finals. The ladies have wrapped up. Bryce, how you feeling about that, man? We're closing out the season, man. It's come fast, right? Uh, it has come fast, and it's been a good year, and we've had uh, a variety of different champions uh, this year, and, and I love that the men's race has really come down uh, to the end, and, and the women's uh, year-end championships, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes, uh, was yeah. very exciting as well. So, um, But I will tell you this. I understand what the players say when they're like, we don't have an off season because, you know, we're into the month of November now, you know, we're trying to wind down the season, but things are going to be popping right back off at the start of the year. So, exactly. um, and I'm just tired of talking about it. I can imagine <laughs> what, it could, what it would be like if I was playing, right? <laughs> exactly, right? Shoot, we tired and all we doing is giving lip service. They actually out there playing. Right, I'm trying to enjoy my vacation out here in Maui, and I'm I'm up here trying to pull my microphone out and record something. <laughs> I know that's right, my man. Hey, how is Maui, by the way? You having some fun? Man, it's paradise. It is paradise. Uh, I'm playing a lot of tennis. The teaching pro here has just about broken my game completely down to where I have like no self-esteem anymore. Uh, <laughs> but um, but we're seeing some good things. Uh, the weather has been absolutely uh, excellent. And uh, for any of you who have not visited the island of Maui and Hawaii, you just absolutely have to do it. It is a paradise here. Oh, yes, sir. I've been over there before, and I can definitely attest to that. Beautiful, beautiful place, Bryce. Yeah, man. So good. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself over there. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so we've gotten a little bit of the of the the Paris uh, tournament. We wrapped up the men's side. We had the Paris results. Man, what were your thoughts on that tournament, Bryce? Were you able to actually catch up on it and, and watch some of the matches? You know, I didn't really watch any of the matches. I stayed up on the scores and I and I read all the news articles. But you know, going into this tournament, it was really about two different stories, right? Number one. Mm -hmm the race between Djokovic and Nadal and yes. how they performed in this tournament could make a difference in what that final year end ranking is. The other story, major story I thought in this tournament was um, who was going to position themselves to take that eighth spot for the year end championship. And we had right. about a good three or four people who had legitimate chances of snagging that spot. Um, but I think the person that we both predicted would get that eighth uh, spot did. And that, uh, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I tell you what, man, that, that was a very, very interesting tournament to say the least. I mean, the fact that you had in the semis, you had Djokovic versus Grigor Dimitrov, who I am pissed about because typically I vote for that guy. <laughs> right, and I think this I even teased I you about it. Yeah, you I think did. I even teased you, you about it. I was, 
<laughs> and he decides he wants to show out when I don't pick him. I'll tell you what, man. But I tell you, he had a great tournament, and kudos to him. Hopefully, this will give him some motivation, you know, getting his game back on track going into the 2020 season. But, yeah, he played Djokovic and uh, really played a competitive match in the semis. Ended up getting beat 7-6-6-4. But, hey, he played a great match up to that – I mean, great tournament up to that point. So, nothing to be ashamed of there. Well, I tell you what I want to add, and it has nothing to do – it has to do with that semifinal. Uh, Djokovic, in his quarterfinal match, mm. we're going to keep mm. bringing it up. And this is why you got to watch what you say. <laughs> watch what you Djok- say. Right. Djokovic played Pass, And remember, Pass got all long in the draws, and he was <laughs> talking that noise about right? how Djokovic and Nadal and Federer were, were looking over their shoulders at him. Well – Djokovic gave him a breadstick and a whole biscuit and said, why don't you go look over that for a little while? Exactly. Why don't you go look at that for a little bit? Let me let me remind you who we are. We are the big three. You don't be coming up clown and talking about we need to watch you. We don't need to watch <laughs> nothing about you. Your game ain't impressive. We, you don't impress that me much. What's that song? That don't impress me much. What? Get some Shania Twain up in this thing. Come on now. No. How many, gr- how many Grand Slam titles you got? It, exactly. Exactly. So no, he would shame on him for even stepping out there. And like I said, the big three had to put him in his place. Roger did it. Djokovic did it. And I guarantee you the next time Nadal plays Tsitsipas, he going to spank up on him pretty strong. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> now, yeah, I, I want to give you some props, though, because on the bottom half of the draw, you had predicted that Monfi was going to have a nice tournament. And he really did. He made it to the quarterfinals. Um, but then he ran into Shapovalov. Yeah, yeah. Shapovalov is having a, a, a he's 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 his game is now, in my opinion, back on track. He didn't he didn't caught uh, what's his name, Mikhail Yuzny. He then got him up in the camp, and mm-hmm. Mikhail Yuzny is like, listen, we gonna we're gonna work on that one handed backhand because I sort of had a pseudo one handed backhand, so I'm gonna teach you what you need to do with it. And he's really, really helping that dude out. And his results are showing it, man. He's, he's, I mean, to get to the semis of a Master Series, that's impressive. Really, really good stuff. Yeah, he was like, you know, I'm getting all these comparisons to FAA. And FAA mm. can't even put a serve in. So I'm going to show you <laughs> the difference between what I can do and what FAA can do. <laughs> Exactly. He's like, listen, like that song said, that don't impress me much. Y'all listen, y'all all all up on FAA's bandwagon. You better make sure you don't overlook me because quietly he be schooling FAA uh, when they play each other. So, so yeah, FAA, love you, love your game. But yeah, hopefully you in this offseason, you tidying up that serve, get your confidence right so you can come back and have a good 2020. But for right now, Shapovalov is doing the damn thing. He is. Now, let me give a little love to my guy uh, yes, from France, uh, Sanga, because mm-hmm. in the first round, he took out Rublev. Yep. And the uh, second round, he took out Bertini. Yep. And then he took out Struth. And for those of you that may not remember, the last time he played Struth, Struth beat him like he stole something. <laughs> that, was the, that was the best match I've ever seen Struth play. And apparently yeah. Sanga remembered that. And, yes, uh, he did. But it was a good. It was a third set tiebreaker, but he pulled that out. And um, I was very happy to see that he made it 
to the quarterfinals to play Nadal, and then you know Nadal did what Nadal does. And exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but in the process, he ended up <laughs> pulling that ab, and uh, unfortunately had to pull out of his semifinal against Shapovalov because that would have been a pretty pretty solid beatdown as well. But yeah, now he you, ended up getting injured. Now you know what's 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 interesting is that he actually withdrew during the warmups. Right, with the, right. With, with Shapovalov. So did did he hurt himself in the Sangha match, or did he hurt himself in warm-ups? Well, honestly, I have a feeling it was a, a combination of both. I think it started in the Sangha match, and I think he got into the warm-ups with Sh- uh, Shapovalov, and it just kind of kept hurting him, hurting him, and then he pulled it, and it's like, oh, I got I to gotta stop. So, um, so yeah, I, I feel like, you know, that, that, that match against Songa, like I said, it's, you know, playing Songa, he's a big boy. He can hit a big ball. So I have a feeling it probably started there. But, yeah, he, he definitely pulled out in the warm-ups, though. And, and, and I, I tell you, you know, once he pulled out, Djokovic was like, thank you very much, because uh, <laughs> he knew Shapovalov didn't have none for him. No, not at all. I mean, Shapovalov could barely get returns in against Djokovic. It was, it was, <laughs> it was pretty sound beat down. I mean, he didn't get fed, um, which was actually surprising to me. Um, but, but it was straight sets, and it was an easy straight straight set, six three six four. So, yeah, yeah, he was like, "Nah, go and get out the way, youngster. You ain't ready for this." <laughs> well, it's very interesting because although Nadal made it to the semifinals. You know, you had a very interesting situation, and this is where sometimes people get confused between the, you know, regular, uh, I guess, ranking system, which is a as a moving t- um, fifty-two week window, versus the mm-hmm. the race to the championships. Because Nadal took over number one in the um, overall ranking. Right. But Djokovic gained some ground on the year end by winning the tournament and Nadal losing in the semifinals. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because he got a thousand points for that for the overall win. Whereas I think in the semifinals you only get like about what three hundred points, three fifty yeah. maybe. Yeah. Right. So so yeah, it's a big difference for sure. Three hundred and sixty points. There you go. There you go. So, and he was about a thousand behind the doll right there. So that's, yeah, that's making up about 700, 600 points. So yeah, it positions it really nicely for, for, for him to potentially slide up in there and snatch that number one from the doll. It's, yeah. it's going to be an interesting finals, man. It's going to be real good. Real and we, good. and we hope that Nadal will be healthy enough to play. Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah, anytime you pull an ab muscle, you just never know you know, how it's going to rebound and how long it's going to take to heal. So we're just hoping that he's able to come in there fit and, and, and ready to fight for that number one because it's going to be a fight. Djokovic right. is not going to give that up easy. Because Nadal has already come out and said he really doesn't care about finishing number one. And so if he feels that he's not ready, he he's going to protect that ab and make sure that that's ready for the Australian Open. Much more exactly. so than whether he finishes the year number one or not. Right, exactly. Because, yeah, the number one, he's done that already, been there, done that. As far as, you know, him winning the ATP finals, he ain't done that before. I think he knows that his chances are relatively slim in winning that particular tournament. His focus is on Grand Slams. He wants to catch and pass Roger. So I absolutely agree with you, bro. That's his focus. Is It's going to be preparing for that Australian Open for sure. Yeah. 
So congratulations, Djokovic. Uh, nice. Uh, and you know what? As a matter of fact, I think so. Djokovic now have extended his lead with the number of Master Series titles, right? That's correct. Yep, that is correct. Yeah, so I don't know exactly how many more he has than Nadal. It might be two, if not three. Um, mm -hmm. Not 100% sure. But yeah, he definitely has the lead as it relates to the Master Series. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, man. Well, that was the final Masters uh, Series tournament of the year. And mm -hmm. it brought us into this week where we have the Next Gen Tournament. And, and Isaac, kind of, what are your thoughts about the Next Gen Tournament? Well, it's always an interesting tournament. They use a completely different format. So instead of playing your normal set, which is up to six, they play up to four, but then they play five uh, sets of four. And it's <laughs> uh. it's a very interesting dynamic, man. They always want to do something different at, at these these uh, these tournaments. But um, but yeah, it's a different format. I think, you know, the guys are, are pretty excited who are in the tournament. And, uh, you know, similar to the other kind of kind of ATP or not ATP, but the other tournaments, uh, special tournaments, I guess I should say, they do groups. So in this one, instead of like the ladies, they had the red group and the purple group and they'll have groups at the ATP finals. In this one, they just had group A and group B. <laughs> they kept it relatively simple. And um, in group A, you've got uh, Alex Dimonar. Casper Rudd, uh, uh, Kechmanovic, I like that guy. And then you've got Davidovich for Fokina. And I've Ooh, actually seen him. I saw him play. Yeah, I, and he's got a good game. I actually saw him play, um, not live, but I saw him play a match on TV. And he's actually very impressive. So I think he'll have a, a really uh, a really nice career. We'll see his name around more. And then Group B, you've got our boy Big Foe, Tiafo. Uh, you've got Ugo Umber, who's from France. You've got Emer, and then you've got uh, Sinner. So those are the four that are in Group B. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, they, they, they worked hard over 2019. They got their spot, and now they battling it out, bro. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So I, would, I think it actually started today, in fact. Yeah, and I would have to say, looking at those groupings of players, mm -hmm. you know, my money, if I had to put down on somebody, would be on Dimignor. Oh, for sure. For sure. He, to me, has had an outstanding year. And in truth, I feel like had he not kind of gotten in his wheelhouse earlier, he, he might have been another one like, a, you know, a CC Paz battling to get into the actual main top eight. Um, because I, I think he's got that kind of a potential. He's I mean, he's slight. He's he's, you know, very, you know, unassuming. He's not a big guy. But I think his defensive skills are just they are top level, and I really feel like he is, is going to really make some additional strides going into 2020. So I agree with you. I think that this tournament is his to lose, for sure. Now, is is he um, defending champion? Uh, no, no. I think, who ended up winning this thing last year? I forget. Um, gosh, I honestly can't remember who won last year, but I don't remember it being him, though. Um, in fact, I think he may have lost in the finals to whoever was uh, the winner. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's something like that. Sorry. Uh, so, oh, last year, <laughs> duh, CC Pass <laughs> won it. Oh, there you go. Who'd he beat? Um, he beat, 
Did it say who he beat? Cause I... Yep, he beat Dimignor. <laughs> okay, that's what I was about to say. I'm pretty sure uh, Alex made it to the finals last year, but I thought he didn't. He didn't win. I knew that for a fact, but I forgot who he who he got who he got beat by. And that's right, he got beat by Cece Paz. Yeah, Cece Paz was the number one seed. Alex was the number two seed, and um, yeah, it it was a uh, a four cent match. So there you go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well. We're going to let them do their battle, you know, this week, right. and, and we'll, we'll hear of those results. But what other results we now know are who the top eight players are that are going to make it, to, that have made it, I'm sorry, to the year-end championships. And we already That's knew right. the top six, and we have pretty much locked Zerifin for seven. Mm-hmm. But that eighth spot was out there, and... Isaac, I think you and I both called it. We 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 thought Berrettini uh, was going to hold on, and and he did. Well, I, actually, I, I I wish I could take credit, Bryce, but I actually can't because if you recall, I actually thought uh, uh, Monfils was going to make it to the semis. I actually had him playing Nadal last week, and I actually thought he was going to edge out Berrettini just ever so slightly and honestly had he won that match against Shapovalov he would have gotten that eighth spot so it's kind of oh. interesting so so I can I unfortunately I can't take credit for that but you certainly can oh oh <laughs> was I right oh oh yeah <laughs> well yes, and, and, yeah, my man. well but let's uh, well let's let's uh, sprinkle a little sauce on that and 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 Berrettini didn't yes. really do a whole lot to hold his spot. He's lucky because he lost early to my boy Sanga. Uh, right. But fortunately, the people that were chasing him all lost um, early enough, and even in most mm-hmm. uh situation, where they weren't able to gain enough points to pass him. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and like I said, and in truth, Berrettini has had an incredible year. I feel like he deserves that eighth spot. So I am I am not disappointed whatsoever. The fact that he got that eighth spot and he's going to that finals tournament. Uh, He's earned it. He's most definitely earned it. Right. So um, we will talk about the results of the year end tournament at some point. because right. it, it starts what this upcoming Sunday? Uh, yes, I think it starts. Yeah, Sunday and goes through next week, I believe. Yeah, okay, something like okay. that. Yeah, the schedule is always weird because they they don't. It's not like a typical tournament when they start and end. So yeah, it's kind of weird. But yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so hey, listeners, I mean, you know, that's some really good tennis uh, to watch if you have the opportunity. Uh, whenever Absolutely. you have these tournaments, that you know. The fields or your top eight or your top 16 or whatever um you know even things like the labor cup uh where you have the absolute best players in the world going against each other um those are some great matches so try to catch some of that if you can that's right it's going to be good folks it's going to be good so now that we've talked about the men let's talk about the ladies a little bit and they had a little tournament last week their year-end championships and and, right. and Isaac, how did that go? Man, I tell you what, Bryce, that was some kind of crazy. Uh, the ladies were out there trying to get their fight on. 
we had retirements, we had we had the alternates getting a, getting a chance to play. So both Kiki Burton's and Sophie uh, Sophia Kennan got to play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it was just all over the place. To be very honest with you, but you know, our, the tried and true came through, and 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 you know, I just really enjoyed watching all of those matches, and uh, and and it was just a really really great AT, uh, WTA finals. It was it was really 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 great. Yeah, yeah. I w- well, congratulations to Ash Barty. I mean, she exactly. I mean, that's I mean that's all you can say, right? She had a a great year. And there's nothing stronger than finishing the year on top. Um, that's right. And that's exactly what she did. And and honestly, I thought Svitolina in the finals was going to maybe upset her, but mm-hmm. she wasn't having it. Yeah, no, Barty was like, no, nah, sister, it's this this is my time. And what's crazy, Bryce? She went into the final with an O and five record against Svitolina. She hadn't beaten her. Hadn't wow. beaten her. Isn't that wow. crazy? That I was crazy. actually shocked at that stat. I was like, there is no way that Ash Barty has lost to Svitolina five times. But sure enough, <laughs> she had. <laughs> and I guess that was her motivation. She was like, you know what? I'm the number one player in the world, and I'm about to end the year number one. I, you know, if I'm going to go out on top, I need to go out on top you know, without any question. So, hey, even though I haven't beaten you yet, I'm going I'm to beat you today. <laughs> and, and, dude, that's exactly what she did. Huh. That, that is funny. And, and we do need to acknowledge great runs by Pliskova and uh, Benchich for making it Absolutely. to the semifinals. Yeah, yeah. I honestly did not see Pliskova making it to the semis. So kudos to her for, you know, A, proving me wrong. But really, I saw some of the matches she played. She, Pliskova ain't no joke. She can hit that ball, man. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to tell you. She can hit that ball. But uh, And that match against Barty was really, really good. I mean, it went three sets. Uh, and that was the semifinal match to make it to the finals. And just it was a it was a back and forth, but Ash Barty just was she was like I'm the number one player, and that's how she was acting during that entire tournament. Is I'm number one, and I'm about to prove it to y'all, and that's exactly what she did. It was, it was an incredible performance, and I think we both predicted that Vintage was going to make it to the semifinals. Correct, correct. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know exactly what happened to Vintage, but um, well, actually, once again, Bryce, I. I thought you had actually picked Svitolina to actually win to get to the final. I thought you, I thought you had her as your pick, or maybe I, not. I Hell, did, I, I did, because I, I think yeah. I picked, I picked Svitolina to win it. That's right, that's right. So you made it further than me, because I think I had, I, I don't know that I picked Ash to actually win it. So I, so yeah, I, I can't remember. <laughs> we'll it call was, it fifty-fifty. It, it was we just last off. week. It was just last week, <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, let oh, me. Lord, so let me tell the listeners. You know, you know, Isaac's memory may not be completely on point today because today is his birthday, Tuesday, November the fifth. So there may be yeah. some turn uppance on that side of the microphone tonight. Just a little bit of turn upness. Yes, I can definitely say. Some drinks have been flowing, and uh, that's okay. Because <laughs> it's my birthday, and there you have it. <laughs> there you go. So happy birthday, you, my, my friend. Man. 
Thank you, my friend. I I appreciate that for sure. <laughs> so yeah, man. So, so you now, talked about the yeah. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no. I was just gonna probably say the same thing you were gonna say, which is you know with Ash Barty, yeah, winning the year in championship and finishing mm-hmm. the year atop the rankings. Do our hot topic or our question of the week is: Do you think? that Ash Barty will be able to hold that number one ranking and finish next year as the number one player in the world as well. She's got a lot of points Mm -hmm. to defend, and there's a lot Mm -hmm. of contenders out there, but do you think Mm -hmm. ultimately at the end of the day she'll be able to get the job done? Ooh-wee. Bryce, that's a loaded question, brother. Loaded. (laughs) (laughs) Here is my perspective on that. And I, I cannot wait to actually hear you weigh in as well. For me, looking at Ash Barty, looking at the level of variety that she has in her game, looking at her level of fitness, looking at how she is able to get around the court, her foot speed, I feel that of all the players out there, I feel like she's the most complete player at this point. Of as far as just being able to bring a variety of games at you, um, you know, I, I don't want to put her in that same category as a Federer, but she's got a lot of options. She's got things that she can do to disrupt her opponent's game. And I think because of that, and now that she's sort of found her stride and she's happy on the court, I honestly believe that she is going to continue having a stellar year going into 2020. I believe that Wimbledon is going to be, she is going to be one of the top contenders at Wimbledon because with her variety, with that slice, I just feel like she's going to do very well there this coming year. I don't feel like she did well this year only because she was coming off of the French Open high. And I think that everybody was so surprised, probably including herself, that she (laughs) won the French Open, that going into Wimbledon, I don't know that her focus was truly there. But going into 2020's Wimbledon, I would definitely put her as a solid second behind Serena. <laughs> Let's right. be clear. Behind Serena to win Wimbledon next year because I do feel like she's got the game to win that tournament. And overall, for me, she is just so solid as it relates to her variety and knowing how to use her game to disrupt others. I do believe that she will end the year of 2020 as the number one player in the world once again. What about your thoughts, man? I've I've said a lot there, and I hope I didn't steal your thunder. But, bro, what are your thoughts about Ash Barty and that question? Good question, by the way. Uh, Not – you did not steal my thunder at all because we're coming from opposite perspectives. Um, I like it. The first thing I'm going to say is I totally agree with everything you said about her game, her camp, uh, just – her playing style. I mean, I think this was a great year for her. She is probably, if I had to list my my top five favorite women players right now, she would be in mm-hmm. my top five. I absolutely I love agree. her. I love her personality. Uh, I think she's great. Here is my concern for her. Mm-hmm. The women's tour right now is as deep as I can remember. Yeah, there that's true. are there are so many players that on any given day um, can beat any of the other ones, and that's inclusive of your Serenas and your Ash Barties. 
when I mm-hmm. look back on 2019, the one Grand Slam that Ash actually won, and, and I don't mean this in any disrespect, but mm-hmm. was probably the most flukish thing that happened in her year, right? right I de- right. I definitely don't see her defending the French. And as well as she played this year, she didn't win any of the ones that you would have thought she would have won. Um, and I think every year it's an Olympic year, you see some very interesting results. And hmm, I think... Point. Yeah, and I think, number one, you don't have to look any further than Serena. Serena has gotten plenty of attention in terms of, yes, yeah, she's making it to these finals, but she's not winning them. So I think she's going to have a renewed focus. Also, if she were to meet like a Barty anywhere before the finals, that's going to end Barty's mm-hmm. run. <laughs> that's very You know, true. Just, just simple <laughs> and, and, and play. And so... I think Ash will finish the year in the top three, but I just don't know. And don't get me wrong. She could finish number one. I just don't know that she will. Wow. Nice. You know, this is probably one of the first times we have a different perspective. That's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it it is. And and I think, but and it's interesting because I don't think our perspective is different from in terms of how we feel about Barty. I just think, I I just think I am giving probably a little more credit to the field. Right, right. You know, um, I just, you know, like, as I think about the men, the likelihood of someone winning a Grand Slam next year that is not Djokovic, Nadal, Federer, or Medvedev is mm-hmm. like almost zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Whereas on the women's side, <laughs> there's probably yeah. about 10 people mm-hmm. you can list as contenders at the various. Uh, Grand Slams this year. I agree. That's true. That's very true. So uh, this will be a very interesting one to follow through through next year. Absolutely. Yeah, and we are very interested in hearing your take on this. So listeners, we're going to put this out there on uh, on our social media. We want to hear from you. I, I, we both, since we both are kind of in different camps, I, we want to see who who do you align with? Do you align with Bryce that she thinks he'll uh, he thinks she'll finish in the top three, or do you align with me thinking, yeah, she's going to snatch that number one? We want to hear from you. Come on. Yeah. Get on out I, there and, and, and show us some love. Ale, Ale. <laughs> ale. Vamos. <laughs> Vamos. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, well, man. Well, yeah. listeners, we have some very exciting news for you. Um, and yes. Dealing with our brothers on tennis programming. Isaac, you want to let him in on the big secret? Yeah, yeah, folks. So guess what? We are going to have a guest on our show. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have decided to bring someone else on, and uh, we are going to be talking with this lovely young lady next week. 
Um, the episode will get posted next week. And honestly, i just so excited about this, Bryce. Because, you know, right now, Brothers on Tennis has just been about me and you. We've been given our perspective and insight in regards to the game. Um, but it's always nice to talk to others just to understand what's their background. What's, you know, what are some of the things that brought them into the game and what do they like and things like that. So I'm personally ex excited about having a guest speaker on. And um, yeah, yeah. So that's coming next week. Bryce, what do you think? What do you think? A guest, man. I'm excited. And, and I think her background and tennis and how she came up will be a very interesting story for you to hear. Uh, yes. And I'm also trying to negotiate with her uh, for her to co-host with us on uh, some upcoming shows. So uh, hopefully we didn't scare her off uh, <laughs> with that. But right? uh, I, I think it'll be a, a, a really, really nice show for you guys to listen to next week. So uh, definitely look out for that. We're going to have a sister on Brothers on Tennis. There we go. It ain't, it ain't all about the brothers. We got love for the sisters as well. That's so, right. So anyway, with that, I'm going to get back to my vacationing here in Maui. And uh, yes. I'm going to let Isaac I'm gonna get, get back, back to, to his turn upping uh, yes. on, on his birthday. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're going to sign off here. So this is your boy, Bryce. Yo, and this is your boy, Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis, and you guys be safe out there. Talk to you next week.